Welcome back, everybody, to This Year in Japan, the big wrap up of all the major news stories from 2020 in Japan. Today is December 18th, and we're coming to you live from Akasaka, Tokyo. I'm your host, Julian Domansky, and joining me, as always, is my co host and founder of Japan Insider, Yasuharu Matsuno. Hey, everyone, welcome to This Year in Japan. So, before we start this special episode today, we have a few announcements. And、uh, we recently hit 10,000 downloads for all our podcast episodes.、Mm. And basically, since we started this show in April this year, yeah, it's a big milestone for us. And I'm happy that we managed to achieve it before the end of this year. Yeah, it's a timely kind of milestone, wasn't it? Just two days ago, right? So、mm. it feels like a good way to wrap up what has been a very、uh, chaotic year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Julian and I started literally from scratch. Yeah, we didn't even have the, the proper like, microphones to record. <laughs> yeah, we kind of just hobbled it all together and, you know, well, we just kind of built it up as we needed, right? But,、mm. you know, look at us now, Yasu, professionals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, compared to when we started, it looks、uh, way more professional. I think so, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> and now we have listeners in various different countries. Mm So, the US、uh, being the largest. Yeah. And Japan being the close second,、uh, followed by Great Britain. And I say Great Britain in respect to you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, actually, I'm pleased because in the early days, we weren't getting many、uh, listeners in Britain.、Mm. The rank, we were quite low.、Mm. We were below, like, I don't know, like all kinds of countries, countries I didn't even realize listened to English. But、uh, yeah, we, we're rising the ranks again now. <laughs>、mm. And.、Um, Australia, Canada, Indonesia, Hong Kong, and Singapore. So, thank you so much to all our listeners. Yeah, thank you very much. It means a lot. And、uh, yeah, we do it for you guys. So, we hope you enjoy it. Yeah. And we will probably release the first episode of the year、uh, 2021 on January 9th, Saturday. Yeah. So,、uh, we'll be taking two weeks off, have a little break, recharge our batteries,、mm-hmm. and then we'll be back in the new year. Full of energy, full, full of Genki,、mm-hmm. ready to go again. <laughs> yeah, we'll start season two、uh, from the year 2021. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you'll all enjoy your Christmas holiday too. And for those of you that are in Japan,、uh, Omisoka and Oshogatsu. So in today's show, we're going to be discussing the three biggest news stories of the year in Japan, followed by my favorite story, Yasu's favorite story, and then our nominee for the most random news. Of the year. So let's kick things off with the biggest news story of the year. Can you guys at home guess what this one is? So, of course, it was coronavirus,、uh, the soft lockdown in Tokyo, and eventually the whole country、uh, basically coming to a standstill. Yeah, so this probably was the first time in the history of Japan that、uh, people nationwide experienced the soft lockdown.、Mm. You know, I, I still remember,、um, you know, some of the busiest areas in Tokyo, such as, you know, Shibuya and Harajuku,、mm. because we visit those places for the street interviews, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about the same thing. Yeah. How empty the streets were. It was very bizarre, wasn't it? Yeah. I think in the early days,、uh, there were still like tourists kind of here, right? Because、mm. I think February and March are not like heavy. 
tourist times in Japan because it's really cold and yeah, usually you know, it's mm. usually it's a bit like April and May when the uh, sakura starts. Mm, That's mm. the main period, so it wasn't that busy anyway. But then, like week after week, people just started to disappear, mm. and then you know it was kind of like mid April, I want to say, mm. or early May, and you go to Shibuya and there was just nobody. Yeah, it was so weird, mm-hmm. and just, I mean, I don't think we'll ever see it like that again. It was a very unique sight to behold. Exactly. You know? So even if we declare the state of emergency today,、mm. I don't think、uh, it'll be like that. You know, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, good or bad, people are more like used to the, you know, this like circumstance with Corona. That's it. Yeah. You know, we've we've got the precautions kind of mostly under check, right? So、yeah. people know how to deal with it, but. I felt well when it happened first time. It was more like when a typhoon comes,、mm. and everyone's like, "This is the biggest typhoon ever!" And everyone goes into、mm, panic. Mm, Everybody mm. buys all the toilet roll and the, yeah, the yeah. pot ramen, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. and、uh, just goes into hiding, right?、Mm. Yeah. So for those of you that are interested in seeing what it was like in Shibuya and Harajuku during、mm. the soft lockdown in April,、mm. uh, you can check out our videos on our、uh, Instagram account.、Mm. Uh, the videos are available there. At Japan Insider underscore official. So yeah, when we kind of teamed up Yasu,、uh, it was early April, right?、Um, and when we started, kind of decided to start this podcast and start、mm. making YouTube videos, it was just after the、uh, soft lockdown announcement.、Mm-hmm. But I don't think at that time either of us thought that it would still be going on to this kind of degree, right?、Mm. Obviously, we're not in、uh, kind of a lockdown still,、mm. but. The state of the world at the moment, you know, I think maybe I don't want to say we were unrealistic, but I don't know, maybe we hoped it would get better, or true, it, it really、true. kind of changed a lot of the plans we had.、Mm. Um, but you know, it's it's not turned out in a bad way. You know,、mm-hmm. we've just adapted, and you know, but I just think this applies for everybody, and I think everyone at home can relate. Nobody thought this year would be the way that it's been, right? It's、mm. just、uh, mm. I don't know, kind of unbelievable in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, you're right. At the point of like early April. When the government declared a state of emergency, yeah, we had no idea how、mm. long the situation will continue.、Mm. And I would say I was also hoping that the the things will go back to normal by the end of the year.、Mm. But yeah, it's it's taking some time, right? Yeah, yeah. And I guess the other big thing, obviously, for Japan as a country, was the Olympics that got、mm. you know they kept pushing it back and pushing it back, and eventually,、right. like world pressure, like all the governments were like, "You can't do this. Like、mm. you have to cancel." And so then, eventually, they said, "All right, we'll do it in 2021."、Mm. So we'll see how that goes next year, obviously. But、uh, but yeah, so right now, Tokyo Olympics is scheduled to start on、uh, July 23rd, 2021.、Mm. But you know, like、uh, when the government decided to postpone it. Um, I thought, oh yeah, we we still have more than a year, so maybe you know we'll be fine by then.、Mm. But now we have less than what、uh, eight months. Yeah,、mm. just flies by, doesn't it? The time, it's yeah, crazy. And basically, no、uh, foreign tourists are allowed to you know enter the country、mm. just yet. So it's a big challenge for the the country. You know,、mm. I mean, not not only for the Olympics, but. You know, tourism industry. And- yeah, I think yeah. Overall, it's a big hit. But I think the if you can pinpoint a single event, obviously the Olympics, it's just the biggest event in the world, right? Yes.、Mm. <laughs> and when the country spent so much money building stadiums, promoting, and all this kind of stuff, yeah, tens of billions of dollars.、Uh, you know, and there's a lot of like I don't want to say angry taxpayers, but people are, I guess, feel disgruntled, right? Because、mm. 
they they know that their tax money is being spent on all this stuff mm. and it's not going to be recuperated mm. if it's cancelled. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say the, the opinions of every single person in the country, mm. but it's, you know, it's ca- caused a lot of turmoil, I think. Um, but I guess there is kind of good news on the horizon, you know, the last, literally last week or two, uh, there's been vaccines issued uh, in the UK first, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say Germany um, also might, might be, different countries are kind of going through different stages of approving these vaccines. But, you know, if all goes to plan, um, by by the scheduled restart date for July 23rd, 2021, uh, it might be able to go ahead pretty much as scheduled, mm. possibly. <laughs> so that was definitely the biggest news of the year. And we still don't know when this situation is going to end, but I'm sure, you know, we'll get over it sometime next year. Yeah, I think the uh, the the light is at the end of the tunnel. We can see mm. it's coming, and uh, yeah, things will get better. Yeah, I mean, you know, the vaccine has been developed, mm. and now uh, it's tested on some people, right? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, here's to a good 2021. Okay, so for our second biggest news story of the year, uh, this is entertainment news, mm. and I'm going to give you folks at home three seconds to try and guess what this could possibly be. <laughs> So if you didn't guess already, uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba mm. breaks every record imaginable. Demon Slayer. Yeah, English, Demon right? Slayer. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was from uh, our episode on October 16th, episode 28. Um, but it's been featured in pretty much every episode mm. since then. So if you want to hear exactly. some Kimetsu news, mm. just listen to any episode in the last three months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's still ongoing. Yeah. So it's still possible that we will be discussing next year mm. in January. It's just insane, isn't it? I think mm. so. I mean, just last week we were talking about it broke or it's very close to breaking the all-time box office record yes. in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. Across a, all genres. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's it. Not just anime, across all genres. It's currently mm. held by Spirited Away. Yes. Um, and I forgot the numbers, Yasu. How much did that make? Yeah, so the number one box office record held uh, by Spirited Away mm. was uh, almost like 308 million US dollars. Wow, okay. Until recently. Oh, really? Yeah. It changed? Y- y- you didn't see the news? <laughs> no, I didn't catch this one, though. So uh, there was some like updates a few days ago mm. that the box office sales has increased to almost uh, 317 million. Oh, wow. And for some reason, several theaters started rebroadcasting or oh. uh, replaying Spirited <laughs> oh, okay. Away. Yeah. Oh, that explains it. Yeah. So they have a nice little, uh, what's that, like a nine million dollar bump? Eight to nine yeah, yeah, yeah. million bump. Oh, that's that's good. Mm. So maybe the, the the big boys at Ghibli, they're thinking like, we can't lose this record. <laughs> we've, held, we've held that spot for 20 years almost. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I actually like Spirited Away too. Mm. You know, it's been my favorite Ghibli anime of mm. all time. Would you say that's that's better than Kimetsu no Yaiba? Mm, it's hard to say. It's a, it's a, you know, totally different. Yeah, very, yeah. very different. Aren't yeah. They? I've still not seen Kimetsu no Yaiba, but even mm. just from the bits I have seen on like YouTube, mm. it's obviously quite a different kind of story, mm. different style. The only thing they have in common is that they're both anime, but that doesn't really mean a lot, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Kimetsu, it, it's catching up, but... Yeah. So now uh, Kimetsu has over uh, 300 million US dollars sales. Oh, okay. So it's pretty close now. Very close. Yeah. 
So yeah, what was interesting is that uh, in Toho Cinema's uh, Shinjuku,、mm. which probably is the biggest、uh, theaters in Japan,、mm. played Kimetsu no Yaiba the movie forty-two times in a day. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so s- someone was,、um, you know, posting the image of the timetable、yeah. for the movie on Twitter. Yeah, and it almost looked like a, you know, schedule for the the train. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's forty times. It's like it's almost on average, like you know, twice every hour. Yeah. Right. Actually, I think I saw that tweet, and the guy was saying, like,、um, you know, like. My grandma lives in like the Inaka, and,、mm-hmm. her, and her train runs less than this, than this <laughs> exactly, movie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for theaters, it's、um, you know they they don't literally play twenty、uh, four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe their you know operating hours is like what twelve hours or yeah, you know, yeah. probably less than like sixteen hours,、mm. right? Makes it even more impressive, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, Shinjuku. That's probably one of the biggest Toho cinemas, right?、Mm, that's got about twelve screens. I want to、mm. say maybe. maybe、mm. Few more, a few less, but it's a pretty big one. Yeah, yeah.、Mm. I mean that that brings up.、Uh, this is not a big news of the year, but it was a personal big news for me. Oh yeah, is、uh, the cinema stopped selling popcorn? Oh yeah, that was, was so painful. But but the good news is that I just checked this a few days ago、uh-huh. because I felt like、uh, going back to theater. Okay, but I wasn't going to if they are not you know still not selling popcorn. Oh yeah, same、right? yeah yeah. But it seems that they've resumed. Oh yes! <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you, Lord. <laughs> yeah, a week or two ago. The Lord of the Popcorn Kamisama. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Now I can go back to the theater. That's it. What's the point of going to the cinema without any popcorn?、Mm-hmm. It's just useless, right? What's What's funny is that you're not like there are some quite detailed、uh, instructions、mm. as to like、uh, when and how you should eat popcorn. Okay. <laughs> and it says it kind of like stipulates that you can't start eating popcorn until the movie starts. Okay. That's That's rule one. Okay, that's probably not necessarily a bad thing because I always finish before it starts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so do I. Okay, and the rule two、uh-huh. is that、uh, when you're not eating popcorn, you should wear your mask. Yeah, that's fair enough.、Mm. Yeah, okay. I still think. Do you remember my idea, Yasu? The the popcorn face mask. Oh yeah, it's just a bucket with a strap,、mm-hmm. and then it's problem solved, right? If you want to eat popcorn, you just tilt your head back. And the popcorn rolls into your mouth,、mm. and then it's also sealed, so it's like a mask.、Mm. Perfect, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. <laughs> and I will hear. I will not hear otherwise. <laughs> oh,、uh, you know, I, I'm just about to compliment you. You know, I、oh, thank you. Such、yeah. a genius of you. Yeah, I should get like a Nobel Prize、mm. for invention.、Mm. I'm sure you've found a way to、uh, for people to breathe. Like, it's not well, important. <laughs> it's、oh, irrelevant. They, they just, you know, we just the popcorn will sustain you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There's oxygen in the popcorn. Very high tech. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is some Blade Runner technology, you know. <laughs>、uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and also from the business standpoint,、mm. if you can't sell popcorns in the theaters,、mm. then there is no upside to their sales, right? Exactly. Right, yeah. You know, I mean, like food and drinks. That's that's how they really make money. That's the big profit. The theaters. Yeah. yeah, that's why it's so expensive. <laughs>、mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, I. I really think、uh, the Kimetsu movie is a is a great、uh, entertainment,、mm. but at the same time,、uh, I kind of suspect that it could not have been achieved、uh, this kind of like historic sales、mm. uh, if it wasn't for Corona, maybe. Possibly, yeah. You know, not not in a weird way, 
But I think uh, many people, or I would say like most people, were uh, looking for very positive news.、Mm. You know, like besides, you know, all the things related to Corona. Sure. So if you actually watch the movie, you can tell that、uh, the kind of the storyline is quite like encouraging.、Mm-hmm. It's about、uh, fighting or going against the adversary、uh, situation、mm. and overcoming the challenges. Sure.、Uh, which resonates with the current situation that we are facing. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, with the success of this movie, Yasu, there'll no doubt be some sequels, right? I've already、mm. heard, heard rumors of a second movie. Right, I'm sure. Yeah the the original manga version ended.、Uh, I think it was like sometime in May this year,、mm. and the、uh, the movie only covers like halfway of the、uh, entire storyline.、Mm. So I'm sure you know they're already preparing the second movie.、Mm. Um, I'm not sure you know if there will be third, but yeah, the second one is. Almost guaranteed. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'll get around to watching this one at some point,、mm-hmm. and the, the entire series. But、uh, yeah, to all you Kimetsu fans out there,、um, I'm sure 2021 will be a good year <laughs>、mm-hmm. for some new content. Okay, so we've got our final big news of the year. This one is related to politics. And again, drum roll, please. So, of course, we're talking about the new Prime Minister of Japan,、uh, Yoshihide Suga. And、uh, yeah, I mean, this was quite a surprise news of the year. I it、guess. was, yeah. You know,、um, so I guess really to talk about this story properly, we should go back a little bit and talk about Abe's、um, kind of surprise announcement that he、mm. would retire. Right?、Mm. That's kind of where this whole thing happened, really. Yeah. So Abe has become the longest-serving prime minister in the history of Japan,、mm. and for the the second term of his、uh, role as a prime minister, sure. He was serving close to eight years,、mm. uh, continuously. I mean, there are both、uh, people that support him and you know not support him, criticize、mm. him. But I would say, from the objective standpoint, he has solidified the foundation of the country、mm. under his leadership. And、uh, many people expected that he would serve for a longer period of time.、Mm. So. Uh, it came as a surprise that he had to resign all of a sudden due、mm. to、um, you know some of his serious health concerns. Yeah, and these are actually、uh, recurring health concerns, aren't they? So、mm. that's actually he's been prime minister two times,、mm-hmm. um, but the first term was much shorter, and、uh, yeah, he had to resign because of that condition, and then it basically resurfaced recently.、Mm. So that's kind of what led up to kind of a, a very sudden change in leadership.、Mm. Um, We've ended up with Suga-san, who was pretty much Abe's right-hand man、mm-hmm. for a lot of、uh, cases, right? So the direction of the government hasn't really changed.、Um, but I feel like, e- even for me as a person who doesn't know Japanese politics too in depth,、uh, I only knew him as like you know Uncle Reiwa, <laughs>、mm. the guy who held the Reiwa sign. But I feel like he, he did a lot of stuff, but he was always kind of under the radar.、Mm. So for a lot of Japanese people. What it seems is that most people didn't really know about about him when he came. He kind of he was、uh, you know elected basically by the party as the new prime minister.、Mm. Um, but I think so far he's doing a fairly good job.、Mm-hmm. I mean he's he's had to adopt you know a, a government in the middle of a pandemic,、mm. which is not an easy job.、Mm. Yeah, only recently after December, his approval rate has been like dropping. Oh really? And the biggest reason is that、uh, the Japanese government has been. Keeping the 
uh, go to travel campaign, uh, uh, which is like, uh, how do you explain? Like, it's a like subsidy program yeah. uh, for all like people that are traveling within Japan. Yeah. So the government uh, would subsidize your travel expense, mm. like up to like 50%. Mm. Half of the travel expense, basically, yeah. including the, the vouchers. Yeah. You know? Basically, yeah, just to stimulate the, the tourism industry within the country without tourists. But obviously that idea, uh, which, you know, was uh, instigated during Abe's term, mm. it draw, drew a lot of criticism from a lot of people. Mm. Because basically in a time when people are not supposed to be kind of traveling too far, mm. the government is actually basically paying people to mm. travel, right? So we've talked about that a lot, yeah, at, yeah. Uh, you know, on the show. So we don't want to get too much into that, but he kind of inherited that mm. situation, right? Exactly. Um, and now, you know, Japan is seeing much higher numbers these days. Exactly, I think yeah. we are seeing like, you know, several thousands of new cases every mm. day. So uh, people are blaming on this uh, go-to-travel uh, program. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, it has been suspended, right? Yeah, um, uh, I think it was only several days ago. Yeah, yeah they and it, announced the cancellation. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see uh, if they bring it back in any form, but probably not after all the criticism. Mm. Um, but, you know, some some more kind of positive sides of Suga. Um, he seemed like maybe maybe the first Japanese prime minister to come from a what, what I might call a normal family, like just a run-of-the-mill Working class family. I don't know all the all the Japanese prime ministers ever, mm, but I feel like a lot of politicians are usually like elite, you know, elite families that kind of thing. Well, he's definitely from the countryside of mm. Akita Prefecture, and his uh, family owns a like strawberry farm. Mm. But um, I just read an article, a random article somewhere, and saying that his parents are not peasants. You know, yeah, I don't but, say peasants, but just yeah. <laughs> but like they own basically own a big strawberry farm yeah. in Akita. Well, actually, thinking about it, if, I mean, for you guys that don't know, but strawberries are a big business. Mm. Strawberries like gold, probably more expensive than gold in Japan. Seriously, yeah, <laughs> yeah like seriously. Right? <laughs> so if mm. you if you have like a premium strawberry brand, mm. you could sell like one berry for a hefty amount, right? Mm. Uh, I don't. It depends on where you sell them, but. Mm. They are expensive, mm. so yeah, probably his family's not poor. But okay, what well, I didn't I didn't mean like peasants, but I meant just like you know more like a working family. It's a bit more like down to earth, I guess I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, at least he's very successful uh, creating yeah. or you know portraying that <laughs> image, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, but he or his family looks rather rich. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I agree that he's not really from the uh, orthodox uh, families with strong political backgrounds. Yeah, maybe that, actually that was a better word, orthodox might be. Not not the traditional mm. route you would mm. imagine a yeah, politician yeah. to take. That's true. Um, but I mean, you know, he's been in the game for a long time. So, you know, his traditional values, you know, that, that was a long time ago, growing up on a farm, you know. So it could be different now. Mm. But, you know... His general kind of character and his, you know, his aura, I feel like mm. just, he seems like... Approachable? Quite, yeah, you know, everyone calls him a pancake oji-san, right? Mm. So to get on to my next point, uh, one thing we know about the Prime Minister, he's, he loves pancakes. Mm. <laughs> and he eats, he eats them every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, not only Prime Minister Suga, but there were also some important political figures uh, that were on rise this year. Mm. For example, the Tokyo governor... Uh, Yuriko Koike, 
and the Osaka governor, uh, Hirofumi Yoshimura.、Mm. You know, they both, I would say, presented great leadership and gained popularity among so many people. Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, Koike, especially, she, I mean, at the start of the pandemic, she seemed to be like the only person that was taking it seriously,、mm. like actually seriously. Yeah. You know, you remember all the way back to when we had the, the cruise ship in Yokohama、mm. that was basically full of people infected, right? Yeah. yeah. And,、uh, you know, and the, I don't know what the government was doing at that time. They just didn't, they, I don't know what, the, what they were thinking. <laughs> There was no response. Yeah, that、right? was a mess. So Koike was like, all right, you guys aren't going to sort this out. Mainly, she was throwing a lot of shade at Abe at that point.、Mm. They're、mm. in the same party, right? But、mm. she was just like, you're not, what are you doing, right?、Mm. So she took it on upon herself. And I think that really turned her fortunes. Because、mm. I think, you know, she obviously made it to governor of Tokyo.、Mm. But from what I understand, it was kind of like a 50 50 split. You know, some people liked her, a lot of people didn't like I her. I would say so. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah,、um, she had many、uh, opponents too. Mm. Mm. But yeah, her response to the situation really flipped that around and I agree. gained her a lot of followers. And, yeah. yeah. So you're right that. Uh, before this corona crisis,、hmm. Koike san wasn't the politician that's popular amongst you know, all the people.、Hmm. But yeah, because of the, all the, the leadership、uh, that she has exerted,、hmm. she has now become more of a celebrity. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah many people are paying attention to you know, whatever things she does or says. That's it. Yeah. It's not that, you know, I mean, obviously, if you're governor of like the biggest city in the country, that's the powerful position, right?、Mm. But she now has like social media status,、mm. which is a completely different thing, right?、Mm. And, you know, that didn't, that kind of power didn't exist like 20 years ago.、Mm. But, you know, especially for younger people, you know, people listen to her. And yeah, she has kind of influence in ways that maybe a lot of other politicians haven't seen before in Japan.、Mm. For example,、uh, there is one of the biggest YouTubers in Japan called Hikakin.、Mm. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of him. Of、right? course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's got almost 9 million followers now.、Mm. And there was a famous video made by Hikakin.、Mm. And it was about、uh, doing the interview, Hikakin doing the interview to、uh, Miss Koike.、Mm. And I, I think you said you, you saw the video. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. And that has got like, Probably like tens of millions of views. Yeah. I、mm. mean, t- to put it into context for people that don't know who Hikakin is, he's just ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with him. He's a totally nice guy. Never met him, but he, he's, <laughs> he appears to be a very nice guy, but he's just so wacky, right?、Mm. And he's, he's always doing that like surprised YouTube face. <laughs> you know the face, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, The, the surprise came from like, he is not the kind of person you would expect to sit down with like one of the most powerful politicians in the country. Exactly. And、yeah. do a, a fairly serious interview, right?、Mm. It, wasn't, it wasn't super serious, a bit lighthearted, right? Mm. Mm. Because it's Hikakin, right? But, but even from her side, she was、mm. not being like super strict or anything like that.、Mm. You know, she, it, was, it was good, you know? Yeah. And that was exactly the point,、mm. you know? Yeah. Because Hikakin's audience, many of them are young kids,、mm. you know, teenagers or even younger. Yeah. And I think、uh, Koike san will explain the, the current, you know, crisis we're facing、mm. and, you know, all the important points related to Corona.、Mm. To、uh, those people that generally don't watch、uh, TV programs、mm. and, you know, watch like basically news programs on TV. Yeah, yeah. And、uh, one thing I remember well is that she made the word samitsu、uh, mm. very popular. 
Yeah, I think it's translated as uh, three C's in mm. English, right? Yeah. So just for anyone that doesn't know, the three C's uh, obviously this is this is uh, in English, um, but they refer to uh, close spaces, crowded places, and close contact. Mm. Uh, all three things that you're supposed to try and avoid, obviously, right? In order to you know stay alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, her phrase of Mitsu, uh, it became like a meme online, right? Mm. Mitsu desu. Yes. yes. So uh, the idea was that if you see people in a crowd or, you know, there's, the windows are closed, you mm. shout out Mitsu desu yeah. and, to alert everybody. Mm. And some just amazing uh, app developer who, I think he's a Japanese guy, but he's studying uh, a US university. Mm. He made this game. Uh, it's called basically Mitsu desu, the game. Uh-huh. And you play as Koike. And you fly around almost like Superman yeah. and you look, you basically go hunting for groups of people. <laughs> and then in order to disperse them, you say Mitsu yeah. And then they all like separate and stop being a uh, close contact. It was, it was very funny. And uh, that was probably one of the most viral sensations of the year, possibly uh, that <laughs> yeah. whole thing. Right. So I've never played it, but it, it looks like really well made. Yeah, I mean, consider. I mean, I think he said he made it in like two days or three days or something like that. Yeah, yeah, less less than a week. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, I it, it yeah. definitely looks homemade, but mm. I couldn't do that in two days. I couldn't do that in two years. Oh. So it's very, it's very good. It's very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we talked about the three biggest news of the year now. Mm. So uh, let's move on to our uh, personal favorite news. Sure. Okay. Mm. So uh, starting from you, Julian, what's your uh, favorite news story of the year 2020? That's a very good question. And mm. I mean, as we've already dis- discussed, there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on this year. Mm. Um, but for me, uh, this is kind of a, a collection of multiple stories, but just gaming in general, Japanese gaming in general this year mm. has been pretty cool. That's true. And, and maybe kind of like you said with Kimetsu, a bit exacerbated by the fact that we had Corona. Mm. So if we go all the way back to our second episode on mm. April 18th, um, Animal Crossing launched that week in mm. Japan, right at the start of the uh, soft lockdown, uh, as well as the Final Fantasy VII remake, which mm. was, you know, anticipated worldwide. Um, so, you know, a lot of people internationally can kind of appreciate this news. A lot of gamers out there. But these are big Japanese franchises. Mm. And they really benefited from basically people not being able to leave the house. And I think Animal Crossing became just like a money printing machine for Mm. Nintendo. They just made so much money this year. (laughs) Um, And then on the other side of that, kind of coming more towards the end of the year, was the launch of the PS5. Mm. So I'm always excited for new consoles. Um, But yeah, I haven't had a PlayStation in a while. And uh, yeah, I got mine pre-ordered. It was a little bit of a tussle. In mm. Japan, you know, <laughs> had to do the uh, the Chusen, the lottery mm. reservation system. And you won the lottery. I did, thankfully. Yeah. I won the lottery. So I was able to pick one up on day one, go and pick it up. I got the new Spider-Man game. And uh, yeah, it's now sitting in my my terubidai, my TV <laughs> cabinet at home. But it's massive. It's such a big console. Yeah, it just I fills imagine. the shelf. It almost doesn't fit in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, did you play any games this year, Yasu? Well, not much. So, you know, I'm a big fan of Final Fantasy series. Mm. So as I mentioned before, I bought the, you know, latest Final Fantasy VII remake, mm. but I still haven't played it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is that, you know, 
I have some time to play games, you know, like from time to time. Sure, yeah. I just don't have time to like sit down in the living room、mm. and play the console game for an hour. I mean, once I start playing an hour for <laughs> an RPG, it's、yeah. not enough, right? An hour becomes two hours.、Mm. That becomes four hours. Four hours, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just don't have that kind of like, you know, chunk, that chunk of time. Mm. Mm. And also, you know, I have small kids at home. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's, that's a bit more、uh, tricky. Oh, of course.、Yeah. You know, you could always set, set it up here in the office, you know, maybe on your lunchtime. <laughs> well, you know, office is office. So True, I, yeah, I, yeah. I want to, you know, keep things separate. <laughs> you know. I'm not that like、uh, strong willed. Yeah, I see. <laughs> the temptation is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sure.、Um, Stay, staying away from temptations. Yeah.、Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, also just general gaming, you know,、um, because of the state of the world this year,、uh, I think this has been one of those things that's just really helped a lot of people cope with the situation, right?、Mm. Whether it be like, you know, passing the time, if someone's like lost their job, you know, I'm not saying that they're just sitting at home gaming and not trying to do anything about it, but, you know, A lot of people have been like depressed this year, or、mm. people have been like, you know, sad because they can't see their family members and stuff. Me personally, it's a bit different because, like, you know, a lot of my friends live in England, right? But, you know, we can game online and stuff.、So. Oh, you've tried that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,、oh, wow. that's not specific to this year.、Mm. But I think this year it's been more prominent than ever before, you mean. right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah, my, my friends that, you know, they're in lockdown in England and I'm not in lockdown here, but. You know, I can't go back to England, right? So,、mm. you know, we can jump online and game, and it's almost like we're hanging out in person.、Mm. And I think that, that kind of、uh, technology and, you know, the, that opportunity is, is great, and especially in a time like this.、Mm. So, yeah, overall, gaming is always fun. It's been good this year, and I'm sure it'll be good next year as well.、Mm. But how about you, Yasu? What's your personal favorite story of the year? Well, that's actually a tough question because,、uh, you know, As you may know, like one of my favorite was、uh, Kimetsu's story. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was always excited to see that the movie has been breaking records.、Uh, and yeah,、stuff. yeah, yeah, okay. But yeah, besides that,、um, I thought about like PS5 news,、mm. even though I haven't got it, you know, <laughs> and Nintendo games like selling so well.、Mm. Uh, so, you know, but, but you mentioned it. So、sure. <laughs> besides them,、um, I would say from a different angle, I was quite excited to hear the news related to the、uh, Hanko abolishment. Oh, okay.、Japan. Yeah, that's quite an interesting angle.、Mm. Yeah, I see. So, not only Hanko, but you know, Japan is notorious for、uh, you know, lots of like paperwork、mm-hmm. and use of、uh, Hankos、uh, for those paperwork,、mm. and as well as the, the use of fax machine, right? So,、uh, sometime in September this year, Uh, Taro Kono, he's a politician from LDP,、mm. and he took up a role as the、uh, administrative reform minister.、Mm. As soon as he was appointed, he made an announcement that he would put an end to you know, all these like, obsolete technologies、mm. and you know, unnecessary、uh, bureaucracies. And probably the core of his、uh, strategy or a plan is to get rid of Hankos.、Mm. You know, You don't have that kind of、uh, stamp cultures in the West. So, oh, of course not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've experienced it a little bit, but I feel like as a, as a guide, you know, I can actually get away with signing things.、Mm. But if you're a Japanese person, you have to stamp, right? <laughs>、mm. So, if you go to the you know, governmental office,、mm. municipal offices, 
and try to turn in some like official documents mm. or get some like certificates from those offices, you almost always need the, the hankos.、Mm. You know, and it's、uh, different than、uh, signatures in a way that、mm. you need to carry those physical hankos with you. Yeah. Right?、Mm. So, you know, for example, I rented a new office space this year.、Mm. And I thought, you know,、uh, I, I wouldn't need my hanko after this announcement was made.、Mm. But, <laughs> you know, for the, all these like official contracts,、mm. you always need hankos,、mm. you know, and send the, the physical copies of those documents to the, the agencies and、uh, landowners and so on.、Mm. Uh, and of course, you know, this announcement was made only a few months ago. It would still take some time for these changes to take effect. Of course. And obviously, there's been a big、uh, you know, hit back from the,、uh, the Hanko industry, right? Yeah, that was the, <laughs> the funny part. Yeah. I mean, as we kind of expected, but yeah, some of the comments made by the, the Hanko industry was quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we were like really mentally hurt. <laughs> by the minister's comment. Yeah. And we're not the enemy of the society.、Mm. Well, I, I understand that part, you、mm. know.、Uh, I, I, I get how they feel.、Mm, of course.、Yeah. But at the same time,、uh, the part that made me laugh is that、uh, they even said Hanko is still the most efficient way of like certifying <laughs> like, one's identity or something. <laughs> and You know, how、yeah. can it be the most efficient, right? Yeah, that's just, that's not, that's an outright lie. That's just, there's no way. <laughs> I think, you know, it, you know I, I understand as well because obviously, basically, the government saying your entire industry is now obsolete.、Mm. And like so many people will probably be out of jobs. And,、mm. you know, what they're going to do with all the stock they have of like、right. Hankos or whatever.、Mm. But I think they're taking it a bit in the wrong way. It's not, it's not saying that, you know, what they do is not negative on society. It's just not proactive. It's not, it's not encouraging, you know, like advancement. Yeah. So、um, I'm totally indifferent to Hanko. I would like to see them replaced by a signature. You know?、mm. <laughs> That'd be much better for me.、Mm. I mean,、uh, to be fair, if Hanko is the most efficient way as a means to your ID, then, you know, Why is Japan is pretty much the only country using it today, right? <laughs> Why don't you like export it to the US and the you、yeah. know, Great Britain? And- Because Japan is special, yes. <laughs> <laughs>、uh, yeah, so yeah, like you say, it'll take a long time for all that stuff to get pushed through and you know, for all the companies in the country to update their、mm. forms and all that kind of stuff. But、mm. hopefully, by this time next year, you know, we'll be seeing a lot less of that kind of requirement、mm. uh, for paperwork. Okay, so let's、uh, move on to our final section, Yasu.、Uh, we've、mm. got the award for the most random news of the year,、mm. or randomist, <laughs> we're going to call it the randomist news of the year. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Okay, so randomist news of the year was a man from Kyushu、mm. stole and rode a mother's bicycle over a thousand kilometers all the way to Tokyo. Just because he'd never seen the capital before、mm. and wanted to see it once before he died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This still makes me laugh. It does. <laughs> and it, it kind of makes me think as well, you know. I mean, 
Like I was just thinking about all the random news stories that we discuss this year. Sure, yeah. And this one, I just remember the the whole story. Yeah, like so clearly, right? All the details. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because some some of the other ones are a bit like vague, or in my memory, they're a bit hazy. Mm. But this one is just it's just a great story. <laughs> yeah, because I could visualize the all the situation mm. and kind of like imagine his characters. What he wanted to do, yeah, yeah, and all the journey、uh, across Japan, you know, coming from Kyushu to all、yeah. the way to Tokyo, and <laughs> getting, ar- you know, getting arrested just before. I know, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I think he was arrested in Yokohama, right, right, the city right next to Tokyo, yeah, and he couldn't make it. It's just, it's just an anime story, right?、Mm. It's, you know, like we said before. Uh, I think back.、Uh, this was episode twenty, August twenty first.、Mm. So if you guys want to f- hear the full story, you can go and check that out. But you know, obviously,、uh, it was a crime. He stole something.、Mm. But you know, the turmoil he went through,、mm. the, the determination.、Mm. I don't know the whole story. I think most people would agree that, like, you know, you could just let him off with, like, as long as he returns the bike,、mm. no harm's done.、Mm. You know, slap on the wrist. Don't do it again.、Mm. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, obviously he's a he committed a crime,、mm. you know, and he's a criminal. But based on what we hear, his primary motive was to you know see the capital of Japan for the the first time in his life. Yeah, and I think he's he's not even young. He's yeah, he's fifty three years old,、mm. <laughs> and he's never been to Tokyo. Yeah, it does make you wonder, right? I mean. Obviously, as with most crime stories, you know they don't release too many personal details about you know the suspects,、mm. the person that's committed the crime, for obvious reasons.、Um, but you know we we know、uh, he's from、uh, Kagoshima,、mm. uh, which is kind of southern Kyushu, which is you know if anyone's been to Japan before, that's not close to Tokyo, right?、Mm. <laughs> and even when you say over a thousand kilometers, like Japan's a very like mountainous country, right?、Mm. So like on a bike, that's not it's not an easy. Journey. He's not even like a road bike. It's like a mama chari, which is like one of those mother bikes with the baskets. And, <laughs> and this happened in、uh, August this year,、mm. and the、uh, summer this year was melting, right? Yeah, scorching hot. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah. I would say more than scorching hot.、Mm. It's like burning hot. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, melting was a good word. I think it really <laughs> described it well. Yeah, it's just unimaginable to ride mama chari. Mm. And、um, mamachari or mom's bike—it's not really suitable for a long ride, right? No, it's just for like it's not popping, like a mountain bike into the shops,、bike. right? And、mm. just you know, nipping around town.、Mm. But yeah, it's not a mountain bike. It's definitely not like a road bike. They're、mm. quite like—I don't want to say cumbersome,、mm. but you know, they're not built for long journeys, right? Definitely so, not. So yeah, I'm just amazed in a way、mm. that he rode mamachari for over one thousand kilometers.、Mm. During the hottest season in Japan, it's it's very impressive, and I do wonder because obviously a thousand kilometers is a long way to go.、Um, so he was cycling for quite a few days,、um, but it says, oh, the original story said that the man was unemployed.、Um, so I'm wondering, like, on the way, did, did he have money to get hotels, or was he like just camping out? I don't think these details were never like kind of divulged.、Mm. They just said like you know he'd made his way to Tokyo. So that's the kind of adds to the whole mystery of the thing. It's like, how has this man made it to the age of fifty three without ever going to Tokyo? And then, but like, on his way here, like, what, what did he do? Like, 
I don't know, did he get into like a fight with a bear or like have to <laughs> battle with some hobos under a bridge to, you know, I don't know, like, I feel like every day it was like a new adventure. Maybe, yeah. So it's not, not just the journey. Have, uh, but... encounter some uh, bosozoku. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, yeah. The countryside, you know. Uh, the motorbike gangster. <laughs> some Yankee. Uh, yeah, Yankee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's not, for me, it's not just the journey he took, like, mm. from point A to point B, but mm. I, wa- I want to feel like all this crazy stuff happened in between. Mm. completely fictional in my head but yeah, like exactly. that's yeah. the way that i see it uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's completely fictional mm. but i think we can make a good documentary or mm. a movie based on his true story i think so this would be a really good like inspirational anime mm. you know it'd be, it'd be so good <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really like the part that he couldn't make it to Tokyo. Yeah, that's just the painful part, With isn't it? Yeah. All the efforts he had spent. Yeah, that's that's a shame. But that makes a good movie. Yeah, you know, you never know. He might try it again in the future, but maybe he'll buy a bike this time. <laughs> you can get a bike for like Juman in. It's not or it's, less. Uh, sorry, sorry, I was about to say Ichiman. Mm. You can get a bike for like Ichiman in, hmm. you know, secondhand. So it's not like a hundred dollars, right? Mm. So you know, assuming he he has the means to get that much money, you know, he could try it again, maybe. Or just get on the Shinkansen this time. <laughs> what should the title be if we are to make a movie on him? I don't know. The Long Road to Tokyo. Mm. Or, uh, I don't know. The man who wanted to go to Tokyo. <laughs> ah, no. Mama Chari Man. Uh, yeah. Mama Chari Otoko. Yeah, yeah. Could mm. be, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a difficult, difficult Ma- decision. Mama Chari Otoko may work. Yeah, yeah. In like the Japanese way. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there, there was a movie called Densha Otoko. Oh, okay. I've not seen that one. Yeah. But yeah, so it works, isn't it? If that's the title. Mm. Densha just replaced Densha with uh, Mamachari. Mm. That works, yeah. I mean, Densha Otoko was a love story. Mm. You know, a man who met a girl on a train mm. and fell in love with her. Yeah. And I think in the end, he, he gets married to her. <laughs> based on a true story. Sure, okay. You know. Well, maybe we, we can add a love interest into uh, Mamachari. Yeah, that. yeah. For a movie to become successful in Japan. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we need that kind of Maybe there's a aspect. woman mm. in Hokkaido who stole a bike. Mm. And she's going to Tokyo. Because I feel like Kagoshima to Tokyo and like northern Hokkaido to Tokyo is almost the same distance. Roughly, right? Mm, probably. So mm. it's like equal, right? It's balance, mm. harmony. Mm. And they both get, they both meet in Tokyo and fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they, they just like randomly meet in, uh, in a bar in Shinjuku or something. That's it, yeah. And they... No, they meet in the jail cell. They both get arrested by the same, <laughs> <laughs> by the same policeman. <laughs> and the man is like... Hey, like, w- why did you get arrested? Yeah. And like, yeah. oh, like, I, I rode a bike from, uh, <laughs> all the way from Hokkaido. <laughs> like, huh? Really? Yeah. 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 I rode Daddy. a bike from, <laughs> from Kyushu. <laughs> <laughs> we should be scriptwriters, Yasu. Mm. Well, what are we doing? We shouldn't be doing a podcast. We should be, we should be making movies. Yeah. And we need to find some actors. Too. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we'll be in it. I'll, I'll mm. wear a wig. I'll be the woman. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. You don't mind? I look like a Japanese woman, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who want to sponsor our new movie, uh, what was the title? Uh, Mama Chari Otoko. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Mama Chari Otoko. Uh, yeah. Yeah, reach out to us. At uh, Japan Insider. Yeah, uh, bigmoviefunds at japaninsider.com. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> okay, so that's the award for most random news story of the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that wraps us up for this year in Japan, 2020. It's been a crazy year and we've had a lot of fun bringing you all these news updates every week. So uh, we'll be taking a few weeks off. And uh, as Yasu mentioned at the start of the show, we'll be back on January 9th. Yeah, thanks for listening to this special episode, everyone. I hope you'll all enjoy your holiday starting next week, and I'm looking forward to coming back next year. Yeah, me too. I can't wait for、uh, an exciting 2021. So、uh, stay healthy, stay safe, everybody. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And be sure to check back next year for the very next episode of This Week in Japan. Music